welcome back to It's In You podcast, where our mission is to help reveal the truth of God in you. In this week's episode, we are taking another deep dive into the Word of God. So clear your mind, your heart, and your space, and make way to hear the truth in this week's message. Welcome, sir. Hello, sir. Hello. Good day. Good day, good day, good day, good day. Yes, good day. Um, so welcome again to everyone. And if there's anybody who has a testimony or um or a song or anything that's on your heart, there's an opportunity for you to share it now. If not, we'll get into prayer. Just thank God for another day and another Sunday. And it's certain Sunday to Sunday is a blessing. And we thank God for seeing this day as it's not beginning the same rapture. So every day is a blessing. Amen. And the knowledge of God and the knowledge of Christ means that you have eternal life. Amen. 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 Well, I thank God for that. Amen. I'm not sure that was everyone's view. Amen. 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 Not a place in this universe. Um, for the many of those who are not certain of what it means to be a child of God, it means that God has intended to live forever and it is the welcoming choice that you make to choose to accept God as your personal savior but it is a power that God gives you the power to do is you amen amen one thing that separates us from all other species God gave us a power to have free will and to be like him which is free will. Yes, sir. The freedom of will to do whatever you want to do, like Lucifer, like everybody else, right? But the freedom of will is the one thing that God does not impose on you. God does not force you to love him. Nope. The freedom to love him, the freedom not to, is a decision you make. And it's the most powerful thing that the creator of the universe is not sub is subject to your choice of that's right you have to make that for yourself i remember i was watching something and it says yeah. that it's a movie it's a silly movie it's a comedy but um i, I it was a man talking to god and then he asked god how do you make this person love you without make how do you how do you make somebody love you without forcing them and he said if you knew the, if I knew the answer to that, that's God speaking. <laughs> yes, sir. So that's the irony of it all: is that God Himself is sub, is subject to the power of love. Love is its own thing. That God cannot impose love. Love has to be done freely. That's yes. the natural freedom of will. Yes. yes. And that is the one gift that God has given us. 
yes. freedom to love them freely or choose whatever fate you choose. But the freedom of love is a gift and love is life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, he's life. Love is life. Yeah. Love is life indeed. That's my brief testimony flash. Yes, yes. Love is life indeed. Love is life by all means. Love is life. Praise God. Love <laughs> this is this is wonderful. Yes, sir. For Heavenly Father, we we praise you for your love. Because of your love, we have life. Your love has given us life. And therefore, Father, we ask in you again and again, let love rule over us, that we may love others just as you love us, that we may care for others just as you care for us, that you may give yourself, that we may give ourselves to others just as you give yourself to us. Oh, Heavenly Father, let love rule over us. That is your love, which is a perfect love. We ask you, Father, please, in the name of Yeshua, Messiah, to impart this love into our heart, into our mind, to our spirit, that even our body may consume it and live by it, move by it, and do things by it. Your love. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a wonderful um, thing to say, or is a wonderful expression to me. Um, it's wonderful. Um, happy is he that know that. Love is life. It's a fact. It's a reality. And we experience it every day. We, we find that when we love, um, even our blood pressure go down. Our way of doing things go down. Our way of speaking go down when we love. But when we hate, we find everything is upset. Everything is, is a problem. Everything is a problem when we hate. So it is wonderful to love. And that's what, I, I mean, stop God from destroying us. We should be destroyed already for what we do, for the way we act. <clears throat> we should. But God love preserve us. And we too must love each other. It's a hard thing to do, but also it's an easy thing to do by his power. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Mm. Oh, wonderful. This is, this is life. <laughs> I mean, one word could make the difference. <laughs> oh, 
only one word. I mean, one word revived me. Only one word revived me. Love. It's a beauty. Any other testimony? If not, Pastor, I don't know if you have the word today. Amen. We go to the word now. Yeah. Um, before I go to the word, let me ask a question. Um, do history important and relevant to us? And if we go ahead before you do history is important in the sense of it tells us of our past, maybe our successes and our failures as mankind, as a people, as a species, as a race. So yeah, history is important. Or does it relevant? Is it relevant? Yeah, it's relevant. Okay. If history is important and it relevant, welcome my sister. Welcome. Thank you, Pastor. Thank welcome. you, Pastor. Thank you, um, Pastor. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. Um, I would say, though, history itself is relevant if accurate. Sometimes. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Speak. There is much of history that is misstold and sometimes. Uh, is blatantly false. So becomes, as history is just a sometimes a fallacy or a myth and it may create mistakes or misunderstandings. For instance, religion creates many, there are many religions created out of what is considered history, what is myth or is Many wars created from false history. Much hatred is created from false history. In my, my age, in my young age of 40, I have had to redo history of my own knowledge of my own, my own people. In just in 20 years, a lot of things that I thought was true, I had to readjust about our own history. So. How how do you readjust? Educate, re-educate. What do you mean by educate? Meaning that you, what you find that you thought was true about the past, so you find that to be false, and it changes the way you think. By doing what? Like How do you find that is false? Research. Okay. By, by searching. In other words, you could correct history by searching, by looking, by 
and it takes time sometimes to do so. And, but then by searching, but again, uh, you do search, but how do you search to find the truth? What method that we use or should we be using to find, to find the truth? Question. Yeah, question. What method that we use or should we use to find the truth? Questioning. Yeah, questioning is true. Question is true, is true, is true, but in that question, a method have to be used when you ask the question. Well, I think you take multiple angles with that and maybe you search for different um, different sources that can corroborate the truth. So if you look in only in one source, you might find yourself blind, blindsided. So you look for other sources that can match. Yes, the match or compare. Right. They compare each other and they start to balance them. But then you yourself, you yourself have to be calibrated with whom? You yourself have to be calibrated with whom? Holy Spirit. With God. Because remember, we are not, we are not liable in our own mind. Say, Unless God, go ahead. Liable or reliable? We are like, we, Liable or reliable, because liable is when you could stay. You know, we we change every time. Okay. We we change. We 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 change. We are not steady. Which you might see um a part of the topic that I have a, a subject I have there. I have a word I am going to use. But I cannot use it in the in perspective of mankind or of man. I cannot use that word perspectively as man see it or as man make it. I, I can, I, I hope I, you understand me. I cannot use it in the perspective of man. Because man has man used that word, but I do not rely in that word, manly speaking. And the word is the standard. A standard. A standard is a is a is a um is a root, is a square root. Mathematically speaking, is a square root. But let me go not in that because leave that alone. <laughs> let us go forget. We will come to those points. And then I will see 
we will we will cut it in pieces. Then from there we will know um, what to uh, if how we use it. Um, everybody get their Bible because remember we are researching and we are making patterns. So I want you to be concentrated in whatever the scripture I give you. Don't just read it, but think about that scripture and then ask questions if you don't understand. And God or the Holy Spirit will reveal to either one of you or one of us to come with the truth. So those scripture I'm giving you is to, as my dear brother said, to match, to, is a puzzle, to put those puzzles together. So please understand, read those scripture, not just read, read and concentrate on them and see what they are, because we have that scripture. From the beginning, I've been giving you a scripture to read. Any statement I make in the subject, I put the scripture to back it up. So you could see the statement, if that statement is correct or match with what you read in the scripture. If the statement is correct, or if the scripture itself is also correct, then you have to also see all situation visually. What I mean by this, we are not talking only religious about religious thing. We are talking about facts, thing that happened to your life, relevant to your life to my life, to life of the world. Whether it's relevant to the world or whether it's relevant to me personally or whatever, you put it in a way that we deviate from the religious um, 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 quotation or from the religious way of presenting God's word. Because religious is divide, is divide. It's so is so messed up. Anyway, um, the last point I give you, uh, I believe is we were in the point five. Uh, that is point five. Yahweh prepare body for himself to defeat Lucifer and the earth. Then we finish that, we go all the way down to point five. No, point six, we want point four, we come down to point five. That's point five. Yeshua, Messiah is displayed Yahweh glory on earth, which I give you a lot of verses today. But nevertheless, we go down under point five A. Now we finish point A, we finish A, we're going to B. We also finish B, which is, it is flamboyant. Flamboyant, remember. Then we finish point B. 
We go down to point C now. Glory is display of thousands of trillions of color, colorful behavior. Glory is display of thousands of trillions of colorful behavior. Another word now. Look at Psalm 48, verse 1 and 3. Look, Psalm 48, verse 1 and 3. Glory is display of thousands of trillions of colorful behavior. Remember now, um, what do we mean by uh, colorful behavior? This is glory. What I mean by colorful behavior. Anybody find, find this psalm, you could read it. Psalm 48, verse 1 to, one to 3. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, the mountains of his holiness. Beautiful for situations, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the side of the north, the city of the great king. God is known in her place, palaces, for a refuge. Now, how do you see this? How do you see that particular passage? And how do you see the sea, glory? Now we are describing glory. Is display of a thousand of trillion of colorful behavior. What do you see? Do you see glory in that verse? Do you see colorful? in that verse. Yeah. And to figure it out is when you look to a city and see the view of the place, the trees, the, the birds that are there, the color of the trees, the rock, the stone, and then also the alley of the place by the view only of the place which is so full with color, amaze you. I mean, take your breath out. Take your breath out. Um, have you observed, and when, for example, not example, now in November, and put it from October to November, when you go out, in the countryside, what do you see? When you go in the countryside, in the, I'm not talking um, in the tropical place. I'm talking here mm -hmm. in, in, the, in, 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 um, in the cold place, such as New York, such as other places. When you go, for example, you're going to New Jersey, or you're going to way back, what do you see? It started from October, November, most likely from, from September, you see things happening. From yes. October, you see things happening. 
what do you see as you observe? For, for some of us, um, what I'm saying doesn't make sense. But many of us, what I'm saying makes sense. Tina's trying to answer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sorry, don't mean to interrupt. But uh, basically what you're talking about is when um, fall season period, that the, the changing of the leaves. That's right. You see so many trees. I mean, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Especially when you go, if you go into New Jersey or leave New, go to Pennsylvania, um, keep going to see all the trees that have color, their color changing. You see so many colors and it is gorgeous. We're talking about glory. Glory. Um, this is our father. Now, why we use the word glory to compare our father? How, how prefer I put it like that? Why we know what why we use? Um, yeah, we could say why we use it. Why we use that to compare the, the glory, to, to compare God, our, our Father glory? Well, we're using descriptive words based on our own experience. And our own experience. So we don't have the words to express the majesty that is. <laughs> we know of our own glory and things that we have experienced as glorified. So and this we, is so beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. But again, but again. Could you imagine the type of brain, the type of mind, how he think? Could that describe you? His thinking, his his operation, his mind. Talking <laughs> to, I think I was talking to Tina the other day about the word good and god uses in the bible he uses that word i mean i'm i'm hoping it's translated in the in the way that we read it but the word good especially in the beginning when he says he saw everything that he created mm -hmm. was good. Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i was telling her i was like you know we we want to give god the best words and good in our perspective, is a mediocre word. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a word for us that contain the utmost glory or power that we want to express when we see the best of something. And I was, when I was talking to her and I was like, you know, I see God don't look at things as in its magnificent, the he doesn't express it the way we express it because he see good and evil. So good is the highest expression of who he is. So in other words, good is still his magnificence, his greatest power. And so when he says something is good, it's perfected. Yes. Right? yes. It, it's in his holiness. It is in yes. his, his perfect imagination come yes. to fruition. Yes. Yes. And so when we who are humans are looking at 
the beholder of that glory or the person who's created such magnificent, beautiful thing before us, we try to give it definition and we want to, to bring it as higher. Meaning I want to, I'm not going to say God is just good. I'm saying God is magnificent. God magnificent. is glorifying. God is bright. God is magnificent. God is everything. Like I want to, I can't, I can't even contain yes. good in the, you know, everything that I want to express in the definition of good. No. But when we look at God and his perspective, when he says something is good, the way he says it, when you look at what is good, you're like, wait, no, 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 this is excellent. This is perfection. He's like, it is still good because all that is what he means by good. And for us, when we say glory, or when we say, you know, these different expressions, or even hallelujah, or even like all these words for me is just another form, another way. And it's also the heart posture. Where are you when you're saying that word? Where is God when he's saying good? Is yes, he, yes, 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 you yes. know what I mean? So where am I when I he was really excited? Right. And, and you have to mean what you're saying. So when I say, God, that was excellent. Like it's coming from a place where I'm like, wow, I don't have, I don't, I don't want to downplay what I feel or how I see it. The higher up I can go up with that word, or I mean, with a description to describe what I'm seeing or what I'm feeling, I would rather use that term to really describe how magnificent he is so the word glory i feel is another form of expression that we too use i don't know if we use it but i don't even know if i really truly understand the word glory but from how it's expressed it's almost like seeing a light coming at to you coming before you and it's coming closer and closer you could just feel how not only what it looked like but what it makes you feel feel at the same time so it's a feeling and a visual expression of this is magnificent like I feel I feel un unworthy to be yes. before yes yes to be holy power to be holy to be here this is why this is why people might not understand the statement the statement I make is that God glory is displayed God glory is display of thousands of trillions of colorful behavior. I think you have the, the right line because it would, as I was saying, personally, to add to the point, it's not even the words God, it's not God who's giving those words, it's Moses. So it's like to his best ability to describe what God is may be saying. But the reality is, the way God speaks is not through words, it's through, it's through what we see. That's right. So a good example. That's right. That's right. A good example is when Christ did uh, was baptized, then the the display. It's an yes. under, it's an unnecessary display, but it's necessary to express God's appreciation for God. Yeah, yeah, so, so he does please, this way. He goes out of his way, something that is extraordinary, to just say how pleased he is with what Christ just did. He's my son who, who, who I am well pleased. He does that because God, with all his of his uh, majesty, he is um, 
when he wants to, he is, as you say, he can be flamboyant. And That's he, right. he shows it off. <laughs> and, and as a matter of fact, he's always, I mean, he always what I'm saying is beauty is, a, is, the, is, the, is the language of God, beauty. Right. It's the fact that we see beauty. Beauty doesn't make sense sometimes. When you look at much of what is in the world, there's no need for the extra stuff, right? Like sometimes you look at a peacock and you say, what's the purpose of a peacock, right? But this is God's design because God is an artist. God is a creator. And when you look at all the beautiful structures in the world, everything is mathematically keen and beautiful. There's so much beauty in the world that it's not accidental. It's intentional. No. That's right. Because it's to prove of his glory. It's just to... And God loves glory. And I'll also add music. It's a good, another. He loves everything. Right. These are all, these are, I always used to say that music is the, music is the, is the language of the gods. It's like the way they express, but it's like you, you, you don't, I don't think, I believe God gave man music, right? I always say. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Come up with music. Well, man could not have music without God. Amen. So I think that's a good example of beauty is a, a form of language. It is the ultimate form of language, in my opinion. It's like, it's because once you go past words, all you can understand, everybody who doesn't know English understands beauty. You may not understand a culture, but you understand the music. That's right. You understand a person's person's idea, but you understand their food, the taste. We can all so all that is a form of beauty. It's aesthetics. Why does food have to taste so good? It's just food. It's just supposed to nourish you, but it tastes good for reasons. Everything has aromas for a reason. It's an added sense of extravagance yes. for for pleasure yes god finds pleasure in us yes their pleasure yes with us. yes so what it is is our his pleasure pleasure is god's language yes he gives us yes. he offers us pleasure yes so, yes you remember in that same series that we are learning um in the old testament if i could go but i wouldn't Going at yet, if I have, I could get the point where Jesus Christ or Yeshua, Messiah, delight in us. The word delight is, is something that is extraordinary. When you could see on yourself to delight in somebody. And this is what Yeshua is to us. He delight in us. He want us. He love us. He care for us. And this is what pushed God to do what He's doing now in that pass in those passages we live in, in those for God to become a man. That what pushed Him to do this, to become a man, to inter to to intervene in our situation. These are the thing, and this is why also um, when you came and you give that testimony that you say love is life. What really give us life? Is not love? Is not love? Without love, would God 
get involved in our in our case? No. Love comes first. <laughs> You're going to see another place I put. Oh, before I come to this, to this, to the second point, because remember, I hope you copy those that passage because that remember I come from all the way to Genesis, and I'm coming down now. I am going. I'm, I'm attacking Yeshua. Remember, I leave Yahweh, and I want you to see the name of Yahweh, and I leave Yahweh because Yahweh integrate into Yeshua. Yahweh become Yeshua, Mishia. So right now I leave the way, the Yahweh name and I take Yeshua name because now Yeshua is one of us, is a man, is one of us, but he has a purpose, he has a reason to put himself in that situation he put himself which you're going to see very soon what gladia was expressing about word good this is same problem i had about the word standard god is standard is not money standard because when you see equation of money standard money standard is a square which is right. But when you study mathematics, you find it has the word probability in it. What is probability? Probability, go ahead. Okay. Probability is something that, that shape. It, it could be so, it could be that. In other words, this is why in mathematics we have round up, round up road. The, the, the numbers have to be round up because we don't get the right, we don't get it fixed to number to, to number to number. We round it up. God is not round up. God don't round up road. There is no probability in, in that world. And also the word Standard has has a has link to the word mono. You know what is mono? Same. No, not only same, but single. Single, yes. It's single. So please bear with me, and when I reach to that word, bear with me. And if you don't understand, just ask question, please, please, I beg you, ask question. Because where we are now, my, the goal that God put in me, you know what goal God put in me? What is in me? I have to tell you before, because you don't know. <laughs> that you may understand him and know him and see him this is this is this is my whole being that you all of us any whole understand who god is what is the magnitude of his power the 
the greatness of his beauty, the greatness of his love, the magnificent. Oh, how, 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 when you see it, you just consume by his, by his appearance. Just you consume. Understand me, my brethren. You just consume. You have, your mouth just keep on, uh, water keep on just coming inside your mouth, just dribble, because you just, it just, it just, it just envelop you. This is all father. This is all father. Now, let's go now. Um, I, I put that glory. From then we goes on. God is display of thousands of trillion of colorful behavior. A peacock, you never, when you observe a peacock, how do a peacock display his beauty? With wings. That's right. And he, 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 he give you, he give you, he give you a, 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 um, how would I put it? A way of, I mean, the, the, the way he moves, the way he, he, he collide, you could see all the beauty and the, and the, um, and the, in the, in the plumage mm -hmm. of that peacock. You could see, especially, Especially if the sun shine upon them, because I would say God is a glamorous God. He is glamorous. He is. He is glamorous. He is, and not only he is glamour, but God also want to show off. I, I, I know he, he want to show off. He don't. You know, sometimes. Even for us, if you're going to create something, you create what you like to see, you know, you give the best version of whatever that you have. And that's how God is, no matter how small, even down to the flowers, sometimes that doesn't last long. You see how much details and love and care and thought that was put into just creating it for it to not even last long. But even looking at the, the peacocks that you're referring to, that's how they mate. This is how one peacock called the other peacock. Yeah. <laughs> they, they go flamboyant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it, other it, one. So it, I find that fascinating. It um, is fascinating. It is fascinating. It, it, it is fascinating. Um, it's, uh, this is our creator. This is our father. Could you imagine? I'm, I'm using this, please. This is our father. This is our father. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that, but please don't. Wait now, I'm looking God here. Look at our hear, our hear, our hearing. It, it project something. And these things show your appearance. It shows your appearance. And when it shows your appearance, it, this is a, um, a conjunction or extension of, um, of glamours. 
this is an extension of glamorous. It caught your eyes. This is the beauty. Um, Ricardo, I see Ricardo many times. You know what I love about Ricardo? Is when he's walking. When he's walking, when he stand up to see the giant and to see the, the <coughs> to me, it amazed me. It amazed me. I, I, I think people, I say, why you take pleasure in that? I say, this is, this is beauty. <laughs> this is beauty. God give us beauty. He form us. But nevertheless, leave that alone. Let go someplace. Since we say God glory, now I am going to show you another way God display his glory. Another way God display his glory. Um, this is one and the sea. One and the sea. He displays glory and knowledge. Go to John 7, verse 15. John 7, verse 15. Isaiah 50, verse 4 to 8. Isaiah 50. So please, each one of you could take a passage to read for me, please. John 7, verse 15. Isaiah 50, verse 4 to 8. Exodus 4, verse 10. To 12. Now, who get the first one could read for me? John 7, verse 15. Isaiah 50, verse 4 and 8. That is, God is display himself in knowledge, in knowing, in knowledge. John 7, verse um, John chapter 7, verse 15. And, Sorry. Go ahead. 15, 1, 5. John 7, verse 15. And um, the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? What word could you uh, point out? Marvel. 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 Could you describe the word marvel for me? Oh, I guess I would have to define it in the dictionary. It's easier for me to say it that way. Yeah, looking, looking, looking in dictionary. That's why it is good. If you have a, a telephone which have dictionary in it, looking in it. And so you could get a better, you could get a closer look. And the word marvel. So uh, the dictionary has it defined as something that causes wonder, admiration, or astonishment, a wonderful thing, or a wonder or a prodigy. You see the situation here. That's knowledge. The same thing I would say with the color. 
make you wonder. Beautiful. Now, Isaiah 40, 50, verse 4 and 8. Somebody yes, please. Isaiah 50, verse 4 to 8. Exodus 4, verse 10 to 12. Isaiah 50, verse 4 to 8. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He wakeneth morning by morning. He wakeneth mine ear to hear as the learned. The Lord has opened mine ear and I was not rebellious, neither turned away back. I gave my back to the smiters, 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 and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting, for the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint. And I know that I shall not be ashamed. He is near that justifieth me. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? Let, Wait, best are you now? let him come near to me. That was eight. That's what let him come near to. Now, um, what happened, what the Lord had done to, 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 to Yeshua? What the Lord did to Yeshua? You start from the first verse, you will see what he did. He was given the tongue of the learned. That's right. He gave him the time to learn. And he did not turn away. But the tongue of the learned, I mean, gave him the sound, gave him a scholarly tongue, right? That's right. A scholarly mind. That's right. But this is Isaiah speaking, you know, saying. He, said, well, he, he referred to Isaiah. But remember, when he gave that to Isaiah, is the same thing he did to Yeshua. Because you're going to see what happened to Yeshua. He, 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 he prepared Yeshua. And this is why Yeshua said, you remember what Yeshua said, what I am saying is not come from me. It come from my father. It's my father who tell me what to do, what to say. Why Christ always distinguish himself from him and his father? To maintain that he is the son of man. That's right. That's right. That's right. To maintain that he was, he is the son of man. And he come to accomplish man's job. But nevertheless, he's still God. He's still God. The father is using himself and him. And it display. Well, going back to what you said, Christ is Christ. The purpose of Christ is to glorify man in God. 
To glorify God and man. So. To glorify God and man. That, yes. To glorify God and man. That his purpose. So this is why we say, this is why we come up, we said, um, we said now on the last point, he said, um, glory is display. But before I say glory is display, I put in, in, in the head of five, the five point, Yeshua, Mishia, is display Yahweh glory. Yeshua, Mishia, is display Yahweh glory on earth. That much what you just said. He is glorified God and man. Another way he have the body of a man. But when he open his mouth, God is glorified. Is the word come from God, from the creator that he's using. He's not using man word because man word are not certain. It's full with a lot of things that is not supposed to be there. So he's using God word. He's glorified. Remember the, the fifth way, Yahweh, Yeshua, Mishia is displayed. Yahweh glory on earth. That's the number five point. So I am this in verse in, in Isaiah 50, verse 4 to 8, Exodus 4, verse 10 to 11. Exodus 4, 10 to 11. Exodus 4, 10 to 11. Please give me. Sister Clay, you can do it. Exodus 4. And Moses said unto the Lord, O oh my Lord, I am not eloquent. Neither heretofore, nor since thou hast spoken unto my servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue, and of slow tongue. And the Lord said unto him, Who has made man's mouth? Who makes the dumb, or deaf, or the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? What he saying? What the Lord is saying to Moses? To those people, all these things. In other words, Yahweh or Yeshua is talking, but Yahweh is controlling him. Uh, it's the same thing he said to Moses. Don't pay attention that you cannot speak. I will be in your mouth. I will control your mouth. I will control. How does he do that? How he does it? He grants them. <laughs> why, why, 
when I'm when we are talking like that, what do you see? Well, in a sense, it's a spirit. It's a new spirit he gives him. So the same way that Isaiah was saying he was unclean, and the coal burns his mouth. I think that to be. Uh, it's not necessarily actual coal. It's a it's a spiritual power. That he, yeah, he purifies him. He purifies his thoughts, purified his mind. So now when he speaks, he speaks with a tongue of the gods in the godly manner. So it changes his personality. Yes, yes. The same sense how when Moses first went up, he came back a different person. He changed him. And they didn't recognize him. It's not just that he got older. He became a different person. He was now a different person. He was a new man. So God transformed him. Do you see... You know, your your brother that is talking now, <laughs> I, I don't have to say, but you could see many times I come to speak. I have an handicap. And my handicap overcome by his power, not by me. Not by me. Now, in, in knowledge, now we go number two in understanding. Isaiah 11, verse 2. Isaiah 11, verse 2. Isaiah 40, verse 28 to 31. Matthew 3, verse 16 to 17. Luke 2, verse 46 to 47. And Luke chapter 1, verse 76 to 79. Wherein we come to do Bible study. And when we come to do Bible study, that means we come to research. And to research, we have to turn that Bible upside down. And that's why I'm giving you, I, 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 the Lord pushed me to get those verses and it's not a joke. It's, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. He pushed me to look for these verses and get them together. So my brethren, use them and, and be sharp to look for those verses and read it for yourself that all of us may grow together in him. Read it for yourself because I don't want to give you something that you just say out of my mouth, but I want you to look at it and, and understand what we are talking about. Understand. So these verses, I, I expect you to read together with me. Keep your Bible sharp, please. Keep your Bible sharp, please. Isaiah 2, 11 verse 2. This is in understanding. We finish knowledge. Now we are seeing God, Yahweh or Yeshua is displayed. God glory in understanding. 
is displayed God glory. Isaiah 12, I mean, Isaiah 11, verse 2. Isaiah 40, verse 28. I'm going to take this. Isaiah 11, verse 2. Isaiah 40, verse 28 to 31. Somebody get Matthew 3, verse 16 to 17. Somebody else get Luke 2, verse 46 to 37. And somebody else get Luke chapter 1, verse 76 to 79. Isaiah 11, verse 2. Somebody pick it up. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the, of the Lord. 11 verse 2. Yes. Um, could you give me something about what you read? As I said before, that the spirit will change the person, give them wisdom and understanding and knowledge and fear of the Lord. So it's the spirit will give him something that, that to, in order to have those things that he might not have had before. That's right. So who, who, who is manifesting those things God. on earth? Who is manifesting those things on earth? Yeshua. Yeshua is manifesting those things or display this thing on earth. Um, this is why the Pharisees could not lay hand on him any way they want. This is why he always outsmart them when he talked to them, when they talk to him. This is why when they speak to him, he always send the question back to them and they cannot answer. Because he been, he matters, if I may use the word, with the spirit of God. Now I'm reading um, um, Isaiah 40, verse 28. Isaiah 40, verse 28 to 31. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the end of the earth faint not, neither is well. There is no searching of his understanding. There is no searching of his understanding. He give power to the faint and to them that have no might, he 
increase strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. What, uh, what is this? Uh, what, are we, what I am reading here? I am reading a passage that prove Yeshua, that make Yeshua. I think Sister Gladiard finished reading uh, a passage in the book of Isaiah when he put his face as a flame. Why have to do that? If you recall, you just re read that passage as a flint in the same book of Isaiah. As a flint. That means um, have you, how many of you, I, I, I'm saying that, but it's just, I'm saying that, but I know you guys passing through it, but I'm saying it anyway. How many of you go, have trouble, have problem? When you got problem, um, how do you feel? When problem and trial and difficulty come in, how do you feel? Weary. Weary. You cannot... Why we many times we get become disarray? What causes us to be disarray? Uh, the focus is on the problem at hand. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And these things weary you, beat you down. And, and sometimes the person may be 10 years old or 20 years old or 50 years old, but he look like 100 years old. He go down. But when you are serving the God that we are talking about, he help you pass through them. And people are look at you and say, wow. For what I know, you are passing through and you look like that. But it's not you. It's the Lord that you are serving, the Lord that you are worshiping, the Lord that you love. You focus on him and he implemented the power of his power into your life and you become strong as ever. No matter what you are passing through, people say, I am not you. Yes. But you don't know where that person get the source of power. The source of ability to overcome those situations. And this is why that first put right there. This is why, in other words, what God is saying, what, what that verse is saying, is saying that 
Yeshua. I am on him and I will uphold him to face the mission that I sent it to him. And it's the same thing you and I is uphold you, he uphold me to pass to the trial in which we are passing on earth. You remember before in that, in that same passage, I'm coming back one minute in it. One minute in it I go. All the way done. He said now, I put here. I put here on here. This is number under two, point two. They cast out to an hostile environment and probation. They cast out to an hostile environment. Where are we now? The environment in which we're living now is hostile. I don't have to tell you. You feel it every single day. I feel it every single day in myself. You get it for yourself. I mean, within yourself. You see the weight of it, just within yourself. Then the people that are with you, that's another load put in it. Then the environment, the, the, the place that you go work, that's another weight. So you see, you are completely enveloped by the hostility of that environment in which we are. So without God, without the, the strength of heavenly father and you, you will wait. So our duty is to rely on him. And this is the same thing he showed our day. He rely on him. He rely, he said, now my father, greater than all. Now I'm going to close that point here. Anybody get Matthew 3, verse 16 to 17? Yes. Go ahead. And Jesus, when he baptized, went up straight out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lightning upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son, in who I am well pleased. God already mentioned that. He already mentioned that the displaying of God power upon Yeshua. So he enveloped Yeshua for what? Why he enveloped, why he put, he come down to Yeshua? Why, what is the purpose of that? I feel like he was confirming him. He was confirming him, that's one. Number two. Why? Why? He was confirming him, that's true. But why, why again?
I guess, to show that he was uh, the son of man? He was the son of man. Well, okay, if he was the son of man, now the question is still remain why? He, he was the son of man, but why he have to display himself on him? And he say, in him, I am well pleased. Why? Is it for strength to give him? Strength? Oh, keep going, keep going, my sister. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Express it. Well, we, we read it in the last chapter where he could grow weary. That's right. And the manifestation or the word itself that he spoke over him was almost a word of life. That's right that was that made him fulfill because if we really look at this jesus didn't fulfill anything yet he this is right before he started to go into the ministry the ministry of you know helping people and healing people and and really showing who he is as a man and as god himself and so even prior to that, here is God saying, I am, I am well pleased just knowing who you are. There was an identity. There is a strength. There is a confirmation, I feel, for you to go forth and go forward in the ministry, in the calling that I'm, that I'm, that I'm sending you to. So for me, that's where, that's how I see it. Yes, it is a, a strength. It is a, a booster because God knew the trial that is ahead, yeah. the problem that is ahead. So before he faced the problem, he strengthened him. Amen. He put him together. This is why, as you read the first point, he, his face become as a flame. That means his face cannot break. That means anybody that put anything up over him, you will not be able to get through him. And this is what happened to you and to I too, right now, as we speak. Remember, the way God protect Yeshua is the same way he protect you too, you know? Amen. The only thing you have to know is to have the understanding is to claim the understanding that your heavenly father is with you at all time. Don't focus on the problem. Focus on him. Focus on him. That's why I bring those, those passages. Do you know when I'm reading, when I'm doing this thing, I'm, do you know uh, I am not in this world? <laughs> do you know I am in fire by myself and I laugh by myself? Mm -hmm. And I just, I, just, I, I just feel good to know my father. Never leave me. I, I wish you could, oh, my sisters, my brothers, oh. When you understand your father, how much he love you, how much he care, how much, 
Do you know if we get in trouble, it's not because he put us in trouble, we put ourselves in trouble, you know. And by focusing in him, and that's what Jesus, that's what Yeshua did. That's what Yeshua did. That's what Yeshua did. Yeshua don't focus in man. He don't focus in the situation that go, go, go before, which you're going to find very soon because I'm going to come to those passages coming down to see the, this is the beginning of the mission that God sent him to do. And we are going to go little by little because I don't want to give you too much because I don't want you to worry. <laughs> I want you to be at work because if you worry, you're not getting, you're getting, you're getting nothing of what I'm saying. Um, we did, uh, I think that will be my last point, my, my last, because I'm not going to take point three. I'm going to leave it in there because I don't want to be weary. But to me, I could go on until, until they break. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> but you must understand that not all of us could take it. But nevertheless, you read Matthew 63, verse 16, 17, my sister. Luke 2, verse 46 and 47. This is understanding, in understanding. We finish knowledge. Now we are an, in understanding. In other words, he, he consumes Yeshua with a clear understanding of his mission. Clear understanding. Um, 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 Luke 2, verse 46 and 47. And finally, no, John chapter 1, verses 76 and 79, and John 1, verse 31 to 34. That will be the end of our message. Anybody get it for me, please? Luke chapter 2, verse 46 and 47. And it came to pass that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. Now, you know how old he was at that time? Twelve. And you know, um, uh, um, uh, um, um, among whom he was, he was, he was, he was, um, he was talking. Doctors, the highest. And they were astonished. They they, 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 amazed to see the type of understanding that he has. <laughs> amazed. John chapter one, verse seventy six and seventy nine. John 76, I mean, John chapter one. It wasn't Luke. 
John chapter 1, verse 76-79. You, you mean Luke? I mean Luke. Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1 76 to 71 76 to 71 and thou and child shall and thou child shall be called the prophet of the highest for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins, to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the, this, the day spring from on high has not visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace, And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of the showing unto Israel. This is Yeshua. As we said that he, he was equipped by God to face the challenge. But the challenge was what? What was the challenge? What was the challenge? To represent God. Say that again. What was the challenge? To represent God. To represent God. But I agree. In flesh. I agree. But what was the challenge? Save the life to man. To save life to man. That's true. But what was the challenge? I agree. But what was the challenge? To do it. To do it. <laughs> but still, what was the challenge? If I give you analogy, which you get a little more understanding the situation. Possibly. Is it love? No, not love. Remember, in that passage, is empower Christ. In other words, he bolding Christ. He bolding Yeshua. For what challenge? Why it is a challenge? Let me give you an analogy, maybe you might get it better understanding. 
suppose I, I put the fire, lighten the fire, real hot. I mean, extremely, a, a big, huge fire. And I tell you to go inside. How do you feel? I tell you to go inside the fire. Right. Ah. You're hesitant. You're afraid. That's the challenge. It's not a challenge. That's death. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I meant by saying, "Do it." Do and what? What he is able to do because who is the challenge? Who is the challenge? Mm. Who is being challenged or who, who, is who is the challenge? Who he has to be challenging? Who he has to face? God. No. Himself? No. Us? Yes, but go deeper, go deeper. The enemy? What you mean? Forget about enemy. Give me, give me name. Me? I? Lucifer. Oh, Lucifer. He challenged us. What do you see? How do the Pharisees treat Jesus? What can the treatment you get from them? Could any one of you tell me? Does he, do they give him flowers? <laughs> no. What the final treatment they give him? Yeah. That's a challenge. I went down to a to Fulton Street. No, let me give you this one. I went to Park a Borough Park to give literature. Me and another lady, we went to Borough Park to give a literature. And you know who are in Borough Park. Do you know what kind of folks that are living in Borough Park? Do you know? Please, give me. You are Brooklyn eyes. Say again. Do you know who living mostly in Borough Park? Jews. Me and Melanie went to give literature there. You know what they did? The corner me in the corner. And the book things that I carry, they just trash it on the floor. And it's one of them who are passing by, we stop them from not getting to me and to the lady. 
and finally we stroll to a um to a place by the bank right on avenue j stroll to the bank by a um, um a fruit market and finally we pick up we go that's a challenge and that challenge cannot compare with the challenge that issue are faced. There's no detail about that. Have you ever go present a God to somebody and he spit on you? Have you? <laughs> Brethren, get yourself together, you know. This is not a PC. This is this is what Jesus Yeshua faced. And this is why God equipped him to do that. And you and I, this is why God equipped you and me to go and tell them why. Why? Why? Because they're blind. You have to put light in them. Very soon, as we go down, you're going to see Christ face that dilemma. He face that situation. And he's talking to the 12, which I'm going to say very soon, not now. He's talking to the 12, and he told the 12, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. And they're going to hang me. And I will suffer. That's a challenge. So this is what, in that particular verse, God put it, equipping for that. Equipping for that. And final John 1, verse 31 and 33. John 1, 31, 33. And I will leave you with this for today. It was not easy, you know, for Jesus to just come and do the job. The job was hard. And it was impossible. This is why I use the word dilemma. It's something very, I mean, extraordinary that Yeshua did for you and for me and for the world. Because he faced us, number one. Number two, he faced Lucifer. And you know who is Lu Lucifer don't have no pity to no one. Just as we. We have no pity to no one. We have no pity to no one. As long as I, I get my, my share, that's your business. That's our attitude. But nevertheless, for those of us, Yeshua has been redeemed. He transforms us to a life of understanding, to a life of knowledge, to a life of wisdom, which we're going to get later on. So let me finish with that and close. John chapter 1, verse 31. 
Verse 31. And you have not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore, I am come <clears throat> baptizing with water. 32. And there, and John bear record saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove and it abode upon him. You going? Yeah, right. I, I knew not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, upon whom thou shalt see the spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. 34. And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. Again, the next day after John stood and two of his disciples and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, behold the Lamb of God. Go on. Yep, go ahead. Behold so, the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following and said unto them, what seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, being interpreted master, where, where dwellest thou? He said unto them, come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day. For it was about the 10th hour. One of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. The first finds his way apart. The first finds his own brother, Simon. Well, could they stay here? These particular verses shows how um, John the Baptist bear witness. Again, remember, before I told you that God sent messenger before him to announce us that he is coming. And now John the Baptist again said, this is it. In other words, he printed him out to the masses who he is. Why John had to do that? Why God have to push John to do that? Why God have to push John to do that? I don't understand the question. Why John have to, why God have to push John to identify him like this? Miss Dina, give me something. Why John have pushed him to do something like this, to identify him, to put him in the open like this? Well, this is the prophecy, right? This is before. This is while, while Christ is here. Yeshua is here. He's walking. He saw him. John saw him. 
Yeshua already born, already walking on the earth. He saw him in the street. And he identified him while he walking in the street. In other words, both John and Yeshua was on the street walking. And John saw him again. And John identified him and exposed him. Why? To confirm Christ. Yes, that's a good word. That's a very good word. That's a very good word. But I want you to give me more. Um, I feel when, you know, when Christ comes in contact with something that's not of truth, he speaks against it. Mm -hmm. And this was an opportunity where Christ could have. That's right. And he didn't. And he didn't. And it's almost, again, that's why I use the word confirmation. Because yes, that's a good word. That's a good word. But the, I want more. That's a very good word. Yeah. I want more. I want more. This is very, very good word. Very concrete word. But I want more. And we were talking about glory as well, but it's, That's right. it's also it's also what what we can't see that John allowed us to see. Keep going. Because we couldn't we couldn't see the spirit how what the way john is describing it i i i can imagine the people are perplexed by mm -hmm. by this and yet the certainty of his voice bearing record to this man and and this is not the first time that john that's right that's right that's right jesus this is this is this is from the time he was able to even speak he was making way for Christ to be here. And so this moment is almost like the actualization now. Mm -hmm. Everything happening in real time. Yeah, but why? Ricardo said something long time ago, and I remember it. Long time ago. And if I say it, now you will remember that what you said. Many Christ has come before. Many Jesus has show up before. You remember? I can't say that last week. Okay. Many Jesus has shown before, but no confirmation. So in other words, what John is saying to the people, no mistake. That's him. That same God sent. Many Jesus has come before, but we never had a record like this come out. Yes, because you have to also know that the devil is also working to supplant himself. As That's Christ. right. And that happens before Christ even comes. That's what I'm saying. But ne never, never mind. 
even what devil tried to cover up in the angel in the in the angel of light yet a proclamation like that never made mm -hmm. a confirmation like that never made this is why remember very well my brethren what the Pharisees said to the people this man we don't know where it come from we know about moses but we don't know about that man do you see the situation here john bear witness he confirmed it and he said also this is the lamb of god now what do we mean by the lamb of god the sacrifice the one that's supposed to be sacrificed you see he he exposing nothing in secret but again, as my sister Gladia already said, Christ could have stopped the man. He could have opposed it, but he didn't oppose it. He accepted. And understanding. Christ understand what John was doing. Because who sent John to do that? Yeah. He knew the source that John come from. There was a man I was listening to on YouTube and he was talking, he was doing research on Christ and, you know, he wasn't really necessarily a person of of you know a believer in a sense but he was more studying his the prophecies that were set in place in many texts and many history historical books and each and every one of them that spoke of christ in the matter of when it comes to the prophecies that were spoken of him became true meaning he fulfilled those prophecies and he was like there is such a thing where the probability of fulfilling a prophecy can be one two time in a lifetime in one person's lifetime but he was like there were over 800 prophecies on this one man's lifetime of 33 years that each and every one of them were fulfilled, not fulfilled to an extent, but fulfilled to its full extent, to its every detail was manifested. And the probability of that happening would have to exist so many times over for those prophecies, for two prophecies, he was saying, to even occur in a lifetime of a person. But over 800 times was in his mind just showed you that there is something more than this man to be just a man. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. This is why, again, I say that again. I start all the way in the book of Genesis. 
This is why I start all the way from the book of Genesis. So bear me and understand the strategy that God put in me to do. I don't take things just short and I give you multi verses to sit down and read them and meditate upon them and see that man that did that, you know what I did before for my own sake? I had to read the book of John so many times. You know why? You know why I read many book of John so many times? For me to see where Christ could make a, make a move. <laughs> it's not supposed to be made. To see where he falls. I mean, just for my, I'm sorry to say, but this, this, I am, I am, and, and finally, he shut up my mouth when he said, which one of you ever see me do anything? <laughs> he shut me out. He shut me down. He shut me down. He shut me down. He shut me down. I go to the book to, to, to find out suspiciously to see where he, he, he fall. And I'm looking forward to see it. Understand me. And that young man, that brother, that talking, that's what he did. And thank God, maybe he, 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 he shot him down. He, he shot him down just like he shot me down. He but, shot him down. But even on his death, where they sent him to be crucified that that was one of the main statements that were made there's i think pilot uh who said it um he nothing his hands are clean I'm clean he has he's like he did nothing wrong this is an innocent man that we're deciding to kill who we have nothing on other than claiming that he is a blasphemy claiming that is Yeshua. It amazed me. It amazed me when I'm reading the book of John and I see these, um, these uh, Pharisees and Sadducees who is the religious leaders saying they don't know him. They don't know where it come from. And Christ had to remind them, search the scripture because the scripture talk about me. Brethren, I leave you with this. Next Sunday, I will go in the book in the in, in wisdom. I'm leaving in understanding. In other words, the understanding that God displayed in Yeshua for us to see what kind of man he is and what kind of way he walked on this earth. With, not, with knowledge and with understanding. So what that give us to conclude? What that give us to conclude? For those of us, what that give us? Or what, 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 not what that give us, but what do we want? 
knowledge of God, it's mind. The truth. We want his knowledge. We want the truth of him. We want his knowledge. And that's what I leave with you. That each one of you and those that are listening, those that are paying attention, those that are want to know who God is, may have the understanding of God, may have the knowledge of God, may also consume by his knowledge, by his understanding, that all we may live to serve him and walk with him until he come back, which we're going to go deeper. Um, I leave you that. God be with you. Next week, next week, we will get in wisdom, in love, in humbleness, in endurance, mm -hmm. and finally, in obedience. Finally, in obedience. This is, this is, this is the contract he gave us. Then we're going to go to Yeshua, Mishia, Vibali, is that the work on earth to destroy Lucifer work and his dominion. That's where the message is going to go again. It's going down all the way, all the way. So we have time to go. God bless you guys. See you guys. Amen. Zechariah 14, verse nine says, and the Lord shall be king over all the earth. Right. In that day shall there be one Lord. That's right. His name one. That's right. <laughs> God is so good. Guys. And that's where he headed. This is this is where the message is heading. Amen. You see, you give me the conclusion of the full message that are coming. This is where the message will be end. That's where I'm going to end. Amen. When I reach to that verse you just mentioned there. <laughs> and this is what's going to happen. So right now, we did all praise the Lord. You, you see where I'm headed. This is God. I had this book open on Zechariah and I had no idea why. It, right, I, but this is, this is where I am heading. And here, I'm like, it says, read it, read it. <laughs> okay, this is where I am heading. This is, this is why I go all the way to Genesis. And he's going to go in the book of Isaiah and he's going to go in the book of Daniel where the ruler, which is Yeshua, king over the earth. Next Sunday, am I which day? I don't know. Where you going to see? Where you go? Ay, ay, ay. Where you going to see? Verse 8. Oh, Lord of mercy. Oh, God, thank God for that message. This is where I am heading. Amen. <laughs> he only he gives you a preview yep. of what where, where I'm going. He gives you a preview. It's a preview. Oh wow. This is this is beauty. This is beauty. This is a preview he gave me. He, he, he show you a preview of where he sent me to come up with it. So my brethren, be courageous. Be bold. Move forward. 
not backward. Don't let the pressure of the hostility of this environment consume you. Don't let it die because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. We thank you for sharing with us your mind, your knowledge, which is that you were sent here to save us, to free us, and to make us like you. Uh, we thank you for teaching us that your intent is to glorify you in us and for us to be your carrier, your cake, your <clears throat> to be your you, your instrument of worship, Father. Yes. Yes. That through us, you are glorified. We thank you for that. We ask you, Lord God, that you will continue to teach us the word and continue to guide us towards your light, Lord God, and that you will remove the blemishes, Lord God, and you will burn away the, 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 the broken, Lord God, and you will fill up the holes that are missing in our lives. You will remove the blocks that are in our Amen. pray, Lord Father God, that you will teach us, Lord God, that we are already forgiven. Free us from the brokenness of our own spirit, Lord God, and teach us how to teach others, Lord God, the truth within, within them, Lord God. Yes. You will grant us your love and your favor. We pray, Lord God, that you will heal us, that you will fix us, you will guide us, Lord God, and you will continue to teach us how to love. Yes. We pray, Lord God, that you protect us till we meet again, Lord Father God. Whatever our situation, we put it in your hands. And we ask for the many souls out there, whoever, Lord Father God, may reach this word, Lord God, that if it's that they understand that they are loved, yes. that yes. you have intended for them to be here, that you have all the intention for them to live forever with you. Amen. Share your mind to share your love and to share your truth to be all to be like you we thank you once again we honor you we magnify your name we ask once again to forgive us for our lacking and teach us to be like you we praise you we magnify your holy name in jesus name we pray amen amen so um, thank you guys for being here part of this bible study session this is like series number 10 i believe of this message but we're grateful to see the elaboration of what God is doing through the evolution of him when he was here or the evolution, the revelation of what is to come as well. But we are in the now time. We are now here in it. And God is preparing us in a number of ways. We hope that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you and changing you and growing you and revealing in you as well. So we're excited to see what God is going to do in the next couple of series. So stay with us. We're going to be back again next week, Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, you'll be good. We'll see you. Have a blessed one. Bye. Amen. 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 Um, 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 I Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Leave us a voice message or a comment about what God has revealed in you from this week's message. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends and your family so they can have the same experience of revelation like you did. 
May God bless and abide in you, not only today, but forevermore. We love you, and we can't wait to see you on our next episode. Bye-bye.